Welcome to the Joes with Bros podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Campbell. With me and co-hosting the podcast are Isaac Campbell and Spencer Green. Today we have four of the most influential men we know alongside of us. Jamie Campbell, Steve Dowdy, James Conway, and Mark McDowell. We invite you guys to pour a cup, pull up a seat, and let's get into the show. Spencer, take it away and tell them what the Joes with Bros podcast is all about. All right, so basically, Joes with Bros is just guys being dudes. We're interviewing the most influential guys in our life, and we are going to ask them some questions. We got questions from followers. We got verses of the week, questions of the week, all packed into the morning cup. And now that we have all our bases covered, James is going to give us our first question. All right, so today, well, our first question is, do we have any experience, experiences that we believe made us from boys to men for our guest? Any experiences? Anyone? Anyone, anyone got any experiences? I'm, I'm, I'm not touching that one. <laughs> you got any experiences? Why are, why are you not touching that one? <laughs> that, that's, that's a good Mark McDowell question. Mark <laughs> Mark's, Mark's the elder statesman in the room. He's had more life Give us an experience. Give us one experience. Uh, like being thrown under the bus like I just was. <laughs> so the many times you've been thrown under the bus. Probably for me, it was the day that they looked at me and they said, Hey, you're not having one kid driving three. Good luck. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. And now you're on the podcast. And now you're on the yeah. podcast. Well, two of the two three. Two-thirds. Two-thirds. Spencer Green is not my kid. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make that. James, you want to tell him about our experiences from boys to men? You know, overall, just starting this podcast, doing this little mentality thing, you know, stepping out of our comfort zone. So we're really starting on it now, I guess. And tell them what we're doing. So we've decided to step out of our comfort zone, so... Me, Spencer, and Caleb are, do, we do not enjoy coffee. We think it sort of tastes like it was brewed out of a sock. So we started the Joseph Bro podcast because uh, we're drinking coffee now, challenging ourselves. James, black coffee. Black Be coffee. Specific, black please. coffee. No cream, no sugar. Cream, a real, a real man's coffee. Have you ever had any of my coffee? No, no, I haven't had it. Make, 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 make a pot. Make a pot of coffee. Mark McDowell is the unofficial barista of the Blazer front office. We are live making a pot with Officer McDowell. The beans. Listen, to it. Listen to that. We are even grinding the beans on today's episode. Oh! <laughs> Watch out if you're listening with headphones on. It doesn't get any more raw than this. <laughs> Well, this is next level. <laughs> this is top. This is top. <laughs> oh, God. So, you heard that. It doesn't get any more raw than this. <laughs> Mark, tell them what we're making today. Uh, today's a little bit of Colombian Supremo. This will put some Hasselhoff on your chest. <laughs> Go ahead. You may know what to do. I got it. We got, I got it. Right. I know you got it. So, do y'all know who David? Hold on. Do you know who David Hasselhoff? He's the big guy in the SpongeBob movie. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Maybe a later question will lead us into being able to explain some things about Mr. Hasselhoff. Okay, so while Mr. McDowell is brewing his coffee, um, we need to know tell us three people that you would like to have a cup of Joe with, and why. So we'll start with history. He's got this. We're talking historical figures, famous anybody, anyone. Okay, I'm going to go all famous people. Okay, of course. Number one, Ronald Reagan. He's not famous. Fantastic. 
Hundred percent yes. Don't ever speak to me again. <laughs> Got to go, Ronald Reagan. Great communicator. Obviously a great leader, regardless of political beliefs. Those things you can't deny about him. Second, I'm going Mike Leach, the head football coach from Mississippi State. Mike Leach. Why Mike Leach? Listen, if you all want to take your podcast to the next level, you got to land an interview with Mike Leach. The man can talk about anything from pirates to parakeets, to football. The man knows a little bit about everything. I would love to have a conversation you, with him. Did you see Leach's post-game the other night? Um, or it was, it was his halftime interview. He's coming off of this, he's coming off the field. And he looks at him and he says, uh, the guy asked him a question, whoever the reporter was, he starts asking him a question, then all of a sudden Leach responds with, you know what my favorite Netflix series is? He just talks about Netflix. He's next-level smart. <laughs> And he knows lots of stuff. I just think he'd be a great guy to sit down and have a conversation with. Who's your last one? Number three. Let's go super famous and let's go... Ariana Grande. No. I'm in the middle of a book right now about General Saul. I'll go George Patton. Okay. Okay. Yeah, just because he had like that. He was great next level kind of smart too. Yes. Jim, who you got? All right, now we're on to Jim. My top three. First, since I have a background in coaching basketball, it would be John Wooden. I'd like to sit down. I'd like to sit down with him. I can see that. Read his book. Just like to sit down with him to really see, you know, what he's all about and everything that I've read and heard. That brain a little bit. Is it true? Second person, because he's one of my all-time favorite, Charles Barkley. I just think that would be great. That is a great. I have Shaq on if you have Charles. Yeah, just Charles because he. I think he's one of those that is never going to hold anything back. He's going to write how it is. So anything you talk to him about, it's never going to have a filter. He's going to tell you. And then the third one, and this is kind of sentimental for me because, you know, I didn't have a whole lot of time with him when I was actually a grown man. Um, you know, he did a lot to take me from a boy to make me a man, but that is my college coach, rest in peace. Rest in peace, sorry, Coach Roland Weir Willie. Um, because now where I have, you know, kids, I've, I'm in, you know, towards, you know, the latter part of my career, you know, he's always one of those that I wish I'd had that opportunity to run things by him because, you know, the relationship we had. Those you know. chest pains made him sentimental. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, but those are my top. No, three. go ahead. Mark, I'm going to be shooting from the hip here. Um, uh, my first uh, person that I, that I think about is my former neighbor, Dick Martin. Uh, oh, he, died back, he died back in uh, in a car accident back in uh, early 2000s, and I lived across the street from him uh, ever since uh, I first moved away from the house. And the guy was full of wisdom, and uh, and most of you know uh, uh, Dick and Dickie, uh, but uh, he was a really uh, fantastic neighbor, and I really do miss this man because he was. Uh, kind of took my wife and I under our, uh, under his wings when we first moved into the house. He always looked out for us, and it'd be fun to, to sit down one. and talk to him about about our uh, 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 climate that we're living in today and how things have changed. You know, things are not the same as they were before, and how would he handle? Uh, some of the things that our country and our community is facing today. Uh, second, uh, my second pick, uh, and I don't want to double off uh, Mr. Dowdy here, but I have got a massive collection of Ronald Reagan uh, books in my library at the house, and 
I've got one of my favorite Reagan books is called The Reagan Diaries, and mm-hmm. I've, um, meant, I've been meaning to bring that to you, by the way, Steve. I'll read it. Um, and it's, uh, of all the uh, presidents, I just really, uh, he really displayed that uh, essence of being a leader, and I think that's what we need, our leaders that uh, uh, just really uh, exemplify the office that they hold, and I was a big Reagan fan. I got all kinds of books on him. And then I will um, uh, kind of go uh, for an oddball pick for number three, and that would be, and I'm going to go with a female here. Everybody's mentioned males. Uh, Princess Diana. Oh, oh that would be good. good. I would uh, That's a good uh, love pick. to uh, interview her. Uh, I can remember, uh, I'm old enough, and I know these guys can remember uh, you know, they always talk about what were you doing on September 11th, and I can remember what I was doing the night Absolutely, got killed in that car crash and such a tragic ending to a bright life. All right. That's good. Jamie, tell us yours. Gosh, I don't know. I think first would be Charles Manson. Excellent. Excellent. Excellent pick. Wow, I was not expecting that's, that out of you. What's the reason for Charles Manson? Where's that come from? Just, because he's weird. <laughs> or he was weird. He's all he was also very um he had a charisma about him that could get people to listen to him. Ooh. So no matter some of your best leaders in the world were evil people. Ooh. But still, they... They were good leaders. They were yeah. good leaders. They had yeah. some characteristics. They, yeah. that people follow them. I, I see what you're saying. So, that, so that's really... Not necessarily a good leader. Not necessarily no. leading for good, but they were leaders. They were a good leader, but they may have led for bad. Bad. Yes. And that's with him. Yes. Yeah. All yes. right, here's your number two. My number two person, my number two person, I would say um, Jimmy Carter. Interesting. Two two Reagans and then Jimmy Carter. Carter. For the exact opposite reason. Because he was probably someone who led better outside of office than he ever led inside of office. Post-presidential one of the most influential and productive men who ever Didn't did. Didn't he do that? After the office. Habitat for Humanity. He still does. Stuff. Still does it. Yeah. Still does yeah. it. Great yeah. work. Great, Great man. Work. Teaches Sunday school still. Like, oh, yeah. All right. Man. Now, give us your third. My third one is totally sentimental, and it would be my dad. Great. Yes. Great yeah, pick. Yeah. Great pick. Great pick. Great pick. It's the only one you said family member. Yeah. Yes. Great pick. Specifically, went all famous for me. Yeah. Specific, yeah. Specifically, I can yeah. see both sides, family and not and famous. James, tell us yours. For me, for the sake of time, I'm just gonna choose one, and mine would probably a mine would probably be a Blinken, just for the fact of Good having choice. to overcome Good adversity Good um, during a, a rough period of our history. Just hear how we talked about it, and just a great leader overall. Plus, got the Kentucky link, and you got a Kentucky link. Yeah, you absolutely. know, a local boy. Um, I'll see. Yeah, I would like to look at a Blinken and say. Dude, why didn't you put someone outside of the door? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a what, good fact. What, what's going on? Jamie Campbell said that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Spencer. Who's yours? All right, my one pick is going to be Derek Jeter. That's my, Dude, that's, that's, my favorite athlete of all time. He's the reason I play baseball, and he's just 
most uh, I look to him and everything. You so. think you make him proud with your baseball? <laughs> I think I make him very proud. Very proud. I, well, uh, I always thought you played baseball because of your uncle Smooth. No, that would be the reason I won't play baseball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mine's Tiger Woods. I mean, who wouldn't want to sit down and have a cup of Joe with Tiger Woods? Tell him about everything. <laughs> Yeah. So now we're on to our next question. Hold on, wait, Caleb, wait. I have one more. Um, Abe Lincoln's a good choice, but I think my second choice is going to be probably Todd Frazier. Just growing up watching the Reds, he was a, a big part of Reds history. Listen, we have no respect for you when you, when you went non-sports. Todd Frazier, you can't beat him. Great guy, great player, and does a lot for the community. You can't beat him. All right, Spencer, tell us what our next question is. So we already mentioned Netflix. We got a question from an Instagram follower. Oh, shout out, best shout out, Miss Scalf. Oh, she asked us, "What is, from what is your favorite TV show of all time?" All right, oh. who's got it first? I'll hit it. Mark's oh, hit it. I'll go off uh, first, and uh, uh, we mentioned it, uh, Gilligan's Island. Eey. I remember hitting that TV show nonstop. That was I loved watching that. Uh, uh, TV show, and I never could figure out. They had, I mean, think of it. The press, uh, professor had all this bamboo uh, uh, motorbikes that could generate electricity, but he couldn't pick fix the hole in the boat <laughs> or fix the engine to get them off that, uh, get them off the island, and all the calamities. Uh, just a nice little relaxing, uh, make believe TV we, show to watch. We talked about this earlier. I said the reason he didn't want off the island is because Mary Ann's on the island and he didn't want off the island. <laughs> <laughs> all right, who's next? Gosh, I don't know. I don't know that I have an all-time favorite TV show. I, as a kid though, I was a super TV watcher, so I did enjoy Gilligan's Island, and I still like to watch Me TV. Check out Little Hogan's Heroes late at night. Back in the day, you, you guys mentioned David, David Hasselhoff earlier. Knight Rider was a good show back in the day. Um, if I'm gonna, if I had to narrow it down and say one, I'm probably either Friends or Cheers. Friends, Friends, Friends or oh. Cheers for me. Friends yeah. or Cheers for me. Friends does not make my top twenty. That's because you're watching reruns. You're not watching a one was happening. Yeah, it's a totally different show if you're trying to watch yeah, it now. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Because I'm really not a TV show guy. That's the thing. It could be off of a streaming 
thing, and it could be a recent. Oh well, forgot. Oh, that is true. There you go. That you is think, true. Of, think about. Yeah, we all went old school, like when we were younger. You could go contemporary. No, absolutely. Oh, look here, we're drinking the coffee. Great brew. I'm gonna have to let mine cool. That is a good cup of Joe right there. I didn't know it was Joe's with almost bros. Oh. <laughs> are we making? Are we? Well, we have an iced coffee. Here? <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, my favorite is Justified. One hundred percent. Justified. Great, great, great series. Did you watch Justified? Yeah, great series. Okay, so Justified. Do you know what it's about? Have you no. heard? So it's about. I, you would like this, I would think. Love it. U.S. Marshal from Lexington was in. Vegas or some other place gets excommunicated and kicked out, put on a reassignment, and he is in Harlan, Kentucky, from which is, his, which is which where is he's his from. hometown. So it's all of those inner wine, and it's all about Kentucky and mm-hmm. about Kentucky law enforcement, and Sweet. just it's a really good show. Yeah, it's good. Can't say I've never seen it's good. You need to watch it. It's great. Really and the best character on the show is not the lead character. The best character on the show is Boyd Crowder. Boyd Crowder. He's the the villain. Eh, it depends uh, on how you look at it. Yeah. He, if I could interview a fictitious person, Boyd it would be Boyd Crowder. <laughs> Him and Walter White. And Walter hey, James, White. James, you got your favorite TV show? I'm still thinking about mine. I'll have to send it around, around the horn. Well, I know mine for sure. It is Survivor. The best TV show of all time. There's not one TV show better than Survivor. So the four of us is getting voted off the of Survivor first? Because we know these three jokers are going first. I think I I think I know the winner out of this group. The winner out of this group. I know I know the winner, I know the winner out of this group. The winner this group. out of this group is right there. Mark, Mark, Mark Down. He is the winner. By far the winner. To him. Here's the thing. Mark is such a nice guy. I don't think he's manipulative enough to be the winner. Oh, I, but Mark would get to the final and then get undercut by some manipulative person. I think he's got it in him. When he gets voted out, the social media blows up the bot hogs. Yeah, but you'd want to keep him on the show it's with you because he can do everything. So you'd want him around. He's a Renaissance man. If you get to the end, so you could survive and not die. He's like with Jim Johnson. He's trying to get him. Yeah, true. All right, so we would turn on him for the money. Yeah. <laughs> so, hundred percent. My favorite show. Would you share with him. No. No, you don't share your winnings. You don't share your No, because he 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 could get some endorsements and stuff after that. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. So, I could actually call someone during the uh, while we're on the deserted island and get some resources. Keep him around for a couple weeks really? and then uh, gotta get him out of there. List of uh, contacts in the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Spencer, what's yours? My favorite TV show of all time is Game of Thrones. Ooh. Great, great first seven seasons. The last two kind of blew. Really I'm only in season three. It kind of blows in the end. But I'll tell you what. Jon Snow is the greatest TV show, movie, anything character of all time. I like the Born Identity. Oh. Now, I will right. say, thinking about it while we're sitting here, if I had to pick one greatest of all time, I would not pick either one that I just chose. I would go cartoon and go with the Flintstones. The Flintstones? I'm surprised Breaking Bad didn't make an appearance. Do you guys remember that? you all even know who the Flintstones are? I watched the movie. The uh, Fli- no, no, then you don't know. I just watched the movie are. of the Flintstones. I haven't watched the show. I've done such a poor job. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, this is a tough one. My favorite show, I watch a lot of TV shows, so I'm just going to choose a current one that I'm a fan of, and it's still on, is the impeachment show. Um, oh. it's, it's going, breaking down the Bill Clinton impeachment. It's a very good show, interesting, 
you learn a lot of stuff about some different people on there and how maybe uh, maybe some things didn't go the way we all thought they went. <laughs> or maybe they went exactly, exactly the way we thought they went. Hey, never know. All right, now, James, you want to tell them the questions of the week? Yeah, so our question of the week is this was submitted by a user or by a uh, a follower, sorry, and it's would you rather fight one horse that is the size of a duck or a hundred uh, horses or uh, one horse that is the size of a duck? Or, or no, I'm sorry, no. sorry, hold on, redo, redo, one duck that is the size of a horse or a hundred horses that are duck sized. So either one large duck. Or a hundred really small horses. One hundred percent going with the horse-sized duck. Number one, that would be really cool to see. <laughs> like, like the little horses, you can kind of picture that. But a duck the size of the horse—that—that's that's serious. Could you imagine how deep that quack would? <laughs> It'd be kind of like fighting a weak version, like an ostrich. You wouldn't want to mess with an ostrich; they're kind of tough. But I think a horse-sized duck. Number one, it'd be cool to see. But number Their two, wings I, 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 think I, could, I think I could take them. Their wings? You think you could no, take them? You ride them, you get on, choke them out. They got that long neck. <laughs> Rear naked choke, choke them out. Skinny neck. Absolutely. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm going polar opposite on this one because I think I would like to do a Jackie Chan and hold two of the smaller ducks <laughs> to take out all the other ones. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> so you can well, sit a nunchucks. While I kick them on the, on the rebound. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? You'd have horse chucks instead of nunchucks? Yes. I'm going with Mark. That's why he went Survivor. <laughs> All right. What do you got? Yeah. Uh, just give me one. I can't. I can't go. <laughs> you gotta admit, a duck the size of a horse would just be cool to it see. It would look it awesome. Would be pretty good. And would it not freak you out though? Like, you know, like you're standing out under building one doing bus duty, and all of a sudden this big horse-sized duck comes up. Like, you want to fight? <laughs> and then that would be cool. I don't know about that. All right. Our next question. Who would win in a fight, the sun or ten trillion lions? The sun. The sun. See, you guys are all sun people. We're all ten trillion Where lions. Where did they people. pee on it? Ten trillion. There's no you, way they can get close. If enough you to get ten trillion lions all together Gravity. to pee on the, the sun, fall from above it. Oh yeah. No, that doesn't work. Like, <laughs> imagine hey, all. Hold on. I, I just want to remind you all. Three of these people are about to get uh, diplomas from our. Yeah. <laughs> I think ten trillion lions is the easy answer here. For sure. Ten trillion. I'll just ask you this then. We'll turn the question on you. How will they defeat the sun? You're going to get all ten trillion lions to pee at one time. So, and the amount of pee is going to hit the sun and put out the sun. Okay, so ten trillion hold, no, lions. No, wait, hold on. And so could, once the sun goes out, everyone freezes to death. Oh, I'm so, just saying. I'm not saying I so, want the ten trillion lions. I'm just so, saying the ten trillion lions are winning. But by killing the sun. The, the 10 trillion won. lions would kill themselves, so the sun but would win in the end. But who wins? Think about this. 10 trillion lions, there may be enough to just keep reproducing oh. until the sun dies out. True. I think you guys have a misconception about the size of the sun. They could keep reproducing until it's gone. You I think 10, 10 trillion, trillion lions, you'd have made no mention of the lioness here, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Exactly. They're not reproducing. Excellent. Now, let me talk to you about how that works. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wait. We had, James, hit us with the verse of the week. Right now? So, no, no, this is, they already sent us the stuff. Okay. Verse of the week, James. So it to end it off, we're, we're men of faith, so we're going to do a verse of the week. Uh, the, our verse of the week is Matthew 13, 44, and it says, The kingdom of heaven 
is like a treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy, went and sold all he had and bought the field. Now we're off to Spencer for the closing. Hit him with the closing, Spencer. Thank you for joining us, and make sure you follow us on Instagram at Joe's with Bros. Bros. That is at Joe's with Bros, and we will see you next week. Thank you, guys.